Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. We're going to be talking about a subject matter that probably all of us have to wrestle with from time to time, and that is simply the matter of contentment. How do you find yourself today in the situations in which you are involved, the things that are surrounding you? Do you find your heart contented in everything? And did you know that contentment is a learned attribute? I get to share today from the book of Philippians, my favorite book in the Bible. And obviously there we learned much about Paul's ability to be contented. Now remember that he is writing the book of Philippians from his prison cell. And yet the theme of the whole book is joy. How does a person learn to have contentment in the dire situations like a man Paul had? Well, let's pick up in chapter 4 of Philippians, starting at verse 10, where he says, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. There again, you hear the word rejoicing, that now at the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Paul said that he had learned in whatsoever state he was to be content. And he said that he was instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Now, those two phrases that he had learned and he had been instructed, it might sound like they would mean the very same thing. When a child goes to school, they are learning And they are being instructed. But in this verse, it actually means two different things. In verse 12, Paul says that he has learned by experience how to be full and to be hungry. There are many things that we learn by experience. And maybe we've all heard the statement that experience sometimes can be the best teacher. Paul had experienced those things, and in the midst of them, he learned to be content. But in verse 11, Paul says that he had learned contentment. And the meaning of that word is that he was initiated into the secret. Does that sound a little confusing to you? I remember when I first was studying this verse, and I read that definition of learned is to be initiated into the secret. I remember just being befuddled by it and not understanding exactly what the Lord was saying. And one morning I was just in prayer to the Lord, talking to him about his word. 
And the Lord sweetly brought to my mind at that moment a verse that I had just heard my husband read in church the night before. He read the verse Psalm 91.1. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And as soon as that verse came to my mind, the Lord just spoke gently to my heart that Paul was initiated into the secret of contentment in all of his situations through the secret place of prayer. That was where he learned to be at ease in times of fullness and in times of being um, in want. In whatever situation he found himself, he was initiated into the secret place of prayer. And that is where he learned to be content. I want you to think about a secret. Has anyone ever said to you, I have a secret that I want to tell you? And they don't just blurt it out and use a a normal volume of voice, do they? If it's a secret, what are they going to do? They might even use the motion where they take their finger and they curl their finger towards themselves and motion you to come closer. So you lean in to hear the secret. And then they whisper the secret in your ear. Think about initiating, God initiating the uh, contentment in our heart in that secret place of prayer. It makes it come to our mind that we would think of the picture of us drawing near to God, leaning in to hear his voice speaking to us. We want to hear what he's saying. We are quiet. When you're listening to someone tell you a secret, you aren't doing the speaking. You're not being loud. You're, you're still. You're settled. You're quiet. You're calm. So when we are initiated into the secret place of prayer, that's our posture before the Lord. We're quiet. We're leaning in. We're listening. We may even be doing some conversing ourselves, but we are talking quietly to the Lord so that we can hear him then answer us. So often there are situations that bring bouts of discontentment to our life, and we just struggle. We may feel anxious. We might even feel like we are far away from God. You know, at times like that, there should almost be like an alarm going off in our heart. Almost like an emergency kind of alarm. Recently, here in East Tennessee, we had a storm. And sometimes when the storm gets severe enough, you will hear an alarm go off. When there's a storm that's come into our lives, no matter how subtle or how big it may be, and we become discontent an emergency alarm should go off. Now, in a physical emergency, you and I are programmed that when there is an emergency, that there's a fire, there's a tornado, there's something like that, we know to pick up the phone and dial 911. But there are other emergencies, like 
times of discontent, things that bring the discontent into our lives. And in a spiritual emergency, bringing up Psalm 91.1, you hear the 911, we can find contentment. Dwelling in that secret place of the Most High and abiding underneath His shadow. It's such a good passage for us in an emergency because it reminds us just to draw away from everyone else and draw into the secret place, to pull away into prayer, to be alone with the Lord, and to just be able to pour our heart out to Him. He already knows what's going on in our heart. He knows what we're thinking. But we need to put ourselves underneath His shadow. Oh, the closeness that we feel. We are influenced by his presence when we're that close. And then we are also able to take on his character. That means we get his peace. We get his joy. You know, Paul goes on in Philippians chapter 4 and he says, I have all and I abound. He had just said he had learned to be without. But now he says, I have all I need and I abound. His nearness to God reminded him that God would provide for every single need he had, even while he was in prison. So let me just ask you, what prison might you be enduring right now? Is there a sickness? Are you lonely? Are you battling depression? Is it old age? Friend, if you know Christ as your Savior, you can also say as Paul, I have all. Because we have Christ. We have all that we will need. In a book about the book of Philippians, Warren Wearsby writes in one chapter about the difference of us being like a thermometer or a thermostat. You know, a thermometer, when you stick it down into a a dish of hot water, the mercury goes up and it changes because of its circumstance. When you take that out and you plunge it down into ice water, boiling water or ice water, one or the other, it's going to change just based on its surroundings. Are you like that? Do you go up and down, back and forth just because of your surroundings? Or are you more like a thermostat? You know, we set the thermostat in our house to a comfortable temperature. And it keeps the atmosphere at the same temperature all the time. It's consistent. It's not going up and down, back and forth. And you know, if you and I learn the secret of contentment, we will have that same kind of spirit where we're even keeled. We're not going to be up and down, back and forth, based on whether we like our circumstances or we don't like our circumstances. And, you know, contentment is just simply that sweet, inward, quiet frame of spirit that submits to God's plan that's going on in my life right now. You know, we realize that God is sovereign and that he's doing something in our life and we can just trust him. So we need to understand that 
Contentment comes from that secret place of prayer. It is learned in prayer. I love the words to this song. In the secret of his presence, how my soul delights to hide. Oh, how precious are the lessons that I learn at Jesus' side. Earthly cares can never vex me, neither trials lay me low. For when Satan comes to tempt me, to the secret place I go. I tell him all my doubts, my griefs, my fears. Oh, how patiently he listens and my drooping soul he cheers. Do you think he ne'er reproves me? What a false friend he would be if he never told me of the sins which he doth see. Would you like to know the sweetness of the secret of the Lord? Come and rest beneath his shadow. This shall then be your reward. And whenever you leave the presence of that happy meeting place, you will surely bear the image of the master in your face. If we would call up in that discontented emergency, Psalm 91.1, and dwell in this secret place underneath the shadow of the Almighty, then we will get his contentment. We will learn to be content, as Paul said, whether we are full and abound or whether we have need. Can I just encourage you that if you find yourself resting, wrestling today in the place where God has you, get alone with the Lord to the secret place because there is help waiting for you. And it really, truly is indeed the only place that you will learn real contentment. Run as fast as you can, and then sit as quietly in the shadow of the Almighty, and you will learn His contentment. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed? Refreshed. 